There, I, I wrote just what you said. So I see. Now get up. Whoa, whoa. What are you going to do? I'm taking you along. Let go my arm. Come on. Me, what is Perhaps. I'll fix you. The sheriff will get you. Open your mouth to yell and I'll shoot. You ain't. Get in that saddle. Steady, Silver. I'll be young. What is it? The hearty cry of Hayo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Now to continue our story. In spite of every effort to keep secret the date when gold was to be shipped from Danville to Mill City, the outlaws held up the stage whenever a shipment was on board. Matt Klein, leader of the gang, had one of his men wear a mask and ride a white horse, hoping to place the blame on the Lone Ranger. Later, the outlaws were fired upon by Tonto, and they pursued the Indian without success. We see them now as they return to their camp. By golly, that engine was sure riding a fast horse. Yeah, too fast for us, anyhow. What I can't figure is what he was doing around here and why he fired at us. Maybe him and his mask part found out about us making a stage driver think it was a mask man here at the stage. Uh-huh. Well, I don't like it. Yeah, there's no harm done, I reckon. He might have heard something. Yeah, what was there for him to hear? We didn't mention no names, did we? Anyhow, we better make camp somewhere else. We don't want him bringing anybody back. Yeah. Besides, he's like... Hey, where's them papers? Huh? I don't see no sign of them papers you told Mort to burn. Well, I'll be... Hey, Mort. What you want, boss? You put those papers on the fire like I told you to? Well, I... I think I did. You think you did? What do you mean by that? Uh, I don't just recollect. I had them, and then that engine fired at us, and I don't recollect what I did then. You don't remember putting them on the fire? No, but I don't recollect not putting them on the fire, neither. Well, of all... (laughs) You needn't get upset, Matt. Mort must have burned them. Yeah? They're gone, ain't they? Sure, but they could have been... They're gone. It's because he was burned up. The engine couldn't have gotten them. 
he did, why, it wouldn't matter none. Well, maybe you're right, Squint. But I don't Gosh, know. I... Matt, who'd figure anything out from a few newspapers? Yeah, that's so. Well, come on, fellas. Get your things together. We're going to get out of here and make camp where we won't be so easy found next time. <laughs> Jake Faust, stage line manager, newspaper editor and rancher, worked alone in the office of the Mill City Bugle, editing the news for the next edition. <laughs> More than 6,000 in gold was took from the Danville stage early today when a group of outlaws led by a masked man struck again in the latest series of daring robberies. <laughs> It is still a mystery from what source these outlaws... That you, Sheriff? Who's there? Don't move, Jake. Who who are you? It's too dark to see over by the door. We've met before, Jake. The masked man. Right. What what you doing here? What do you want? You see these papers? Yes, but I... You see where each paper has had a story torn from it? Yeah, yeah, but... I think I know why that was done. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. These are the papers for the last three weeks. I want copies of those same papers to compare the... the no, I... There's a file by your desk. Quick. Don't aim that gun at me. Hurry. I'll, I'll get them. Just a second. Hand them here. You won't see what you want them for. You will, soon enough. But, but I... Wait. I... This is the same paper as the first one I have here. We'll find out what story was torn out. You... You must have gone crazy. Today is Friday, and it says here that you were selling six horses from your ranch today. I did. My, my foreman sold them. Now look at the next paper. You advertised ten horses for sale a week ago Saturday. And I sold them. I can prove it. There's one more paper. Three weeks ago, Jake, you advertised eight horses for sale. I, I can sell horses if I want to, can't I? I'm in the business, ain't I? Don't those dates mean anything else to you? What do you mean? I think you know what I mean as well as I do. This week's paper, the paper that was published today, says you're selling five horses a week from Tuesday. Oh, I am. No, you're not. But I tell Pick you... Pick up I... your pen. Huh? What? Did you hear me? Pick up your pen. I got it. Now write this. Say that your sale will be held Monday instead of Tuesday. I won't. I don't have to. You won't? I did. Sure, sure, I will. I didn't mean nothing. Don't point that gun at me like that. Write what I told you. Yeah. Sale be held Monday instead of Tuesday. There. There it is. Now get out of here and leave me be. You're not through yet, Jake. Take another piece of paper. I will. Good. I'll leave a note for your printer telling him you're called out of town suddenly. I can't do that. Now I... he's to print this correction you've just written. Uh, I guess I got to. You do. And when you finish that, you're coming with me. There, I, I wrote just what you said. So I see. Now get up. Whoa, whoa, what are you going to do? I'm taking you along. Let go my arm. Come on. 
see what this. Perhaps. I'll fix you. The sheriff will get you. Open your mouth to yell and I'll shoot. You ain't. Get in that saddle. Steady, Silver. I'll be young. What is it? I doubt it, Jake. Disappearance of Jake Faust from Mill City remained a mystery, despite the note he had left behind. The sheriff asked questions of everyone, but learned nothing. We see him now more than a week later with his deputy Andy and the Wells Fargo investigator, Ray Davis. It's the blamedest thing I ever heard tell of. Jake just writes that note and leaves town without a word to nobody. I don't know what to think. Maybe it's all right. I was talking to the printer. He says the note was in Jake's handwriting, sure enough. He told me the same, Ray. But that wasn't no way for Jake to leave. Stage line is liable to fire him for it. I can't help thinking that masked fellow we seen might have had something to do with it. What makes you see that? Well, Jake was mighty free accusing him of being the stage robber. Shucks, the driver said the same, but the masked fellow never done nothing to him. Yeah, but you're forgetting the driver didn't say it where that mask hombre could hear him. Andy, I figure you're plumb mistaken. Yeah? The masked fellow is the leader of them crooks, all right, but... What in blazes would he want Jake for? Well, And even if the masked fella did have some reason, he wouldn't... There's a masked fella now. He's just outside. I'll be... Come on. Let's get him. Hold on there. You're under arrest. Get on your horses. He's riding off again. He won't get away from us this time. He ain't got a head start ahead of four. He's heading down the trail for Danville. Then it's the last trail he'll be riding for a spell. Get up there. Get, get up, up there. Get, 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 get up there. Get up Sheriff and his two companions raced in pursuit of the masked man once more. But although the great white horse failed to outdistance them, they also failed again. We're keeping him in sight. Get up there, boy. Get up. Wonder why I don't leave the trail and come off across country. I don't know, but he's going to wish he had. Get up there. Almost half the distance to Danville has been covered when the sheriff and his companions saw two horsemen ride out from the side of the trail and join the Lone Ranger. Who are them two fellers? One's an engine and... and that... By golly, the other's Jake. Jake! You can see where his hands are tied to a saddle horn. Then it was the masked fellow took him, just like I said. But we'll get him back. And when we do, the masked fellow will be sitting in jail for the rest of his life. Get up there. Come on, boy. In the meantime, ahead of both the masked man and the sheriff, the outlaws, led by Matt Klein, had leveled their guns at the approaching Danville stagecoach. This time, the driver did not defy them, but immediately reined his six horses to a halt. Reach for the sky. Where you want to go? Where is it? <laughs> This is the time you blame poor Casca food. There ain't no gold. You're lying. Yeah, take a look for yourself. We know darn well there is. You most likely got it hid someplace. Damn ask yours ain't scaring me none. If you figure there's gold on this stage, try and find it. That's what we aim to do. Mort. Yeah? Look inside the coach. If the gold ain't there, we'll make this maverick tell us where it's at. I'll have a look, Squint. Look all your darn please. And while he's looking, suppose you look at these here shooting irons. 
you don't want to get drilled by him, you'll talk when we tell you to. Yeah? You'll either talk now or you will never be able to talk again. Come on, Silver! Hey, there's a masked man in the engine again. Shoot him down. I'll get him. Oh, my hand. Oh, Silver, Silver. Oh, oh last year will shoot my gun out of my hand. I said, oh, you smashed my hand. Stay where you are. By golly, that was some shooting, stranger. Let us go. There comes the sheriff. Here's your prisoner, Sheriff. Oh, 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 oh. These are the men that have been holding up the stages. You don't have to tell us, stranger. We've seen you get them. And they were caught holding up an empty stage. Empty? You could break up the stage and you still wouldn't find gold in it. What? But the paper said Keep the... Be- match. Just a second. How come you know these fellas, Jake? Well, uh, uh, Matt, the information in the paper was wrong. Jake, you double-crossed us. Keep your mouth shut. You must have sold us out. We'll talk plenty. Hold on, all of you. Now, stranger, what's this all about? What's Jake got to do with the holdups? Jake was manager of the stage line at Mill City. He knew when gold was being shipped. Yeah, we savvy that, all right. But Jake also edited the paper and owned a horse ranch. Every time he got word of a gold shipment, he advertised a sale of horses for the same day. The number of horses offered for sale told how many thousands of dollars would be sent. And that's why I couldn't catch Jake passing all the information. Right. Sheriff, if you'll check back, you'll find a stage robbery every time Jake had a sale. Right off, I can think a couple of times. And that he knows. What's that, Sheriff? Jake bought that there ranch just before the hold-up started. He done it a purpose. Sheriff, let me explain. Jake, you needn't bother. All the explaining that's needed, the masked fella done already. Stranger, one thing I'd like to know about. Yes? How'd you get on to that trick of Jake? Tonto, my Indian friend, followed the outlaws' trail to their camp. We heard enough to know the newspaper had something to do with their scheme. And while Tonto drew them away from their camp, I took the papers they had. And everyone had the notice of a sale torn out. Shucks, if you trailed them outlaws, you ought to have let us know. But you believed I was an outlaw. And this man here in the mask was the reason. Yeah, we figured you to be an outlaw, all right, stranger. But I reckon you proved that two fellas, both wearing masks and riding white horses, can still be as different as they make them. Hey, wait! Let him go, Ray! He done what he set out to do. And if he don't want to wait to be thanked, why, I reckon that's his business. All right, you coyotes. You're going to jail and you're going pronto. Come on, silver old fellow. We're heading for Max Crossing. Come on, silver. Away. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. There goes one of the sweetest little ladies I ever seen. She ain't to be beat. <laughs> I'm hoping that one of these days we'll be getting hitched. Me and Bollowish, you wish you luck. You treated us real wild. I'll take my dishes out to the kitchen. I'd like another word with Jane. I reckon you would. See, who that just stopped outside? Huh? You can see him through the window. Well, I don't know. He's a... Steve, you look like you've seen a ghost. What made you drop your dishes? I... The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.